0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: I, a little by little I read the Bible, the New Testament. I got over to Mark 11. I read Mark 11, 23 and 24, you know. And then, of course, I'm bothered with this. Well, healing's been done away with. Healing's been done away with. It's not for us nowadays. Something said to my mind, there's always a voice out here somewhere, that said, Now that doesn't mean what things ever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. That doesn't mean what things ever you desire physically because healing's been done away with or materially or financially. That just means what things ever you desire spiritually. Well, I tried to get my pastor to come and he didn't. And you've heard some of the testimony and finally one preacher did come and pat my hand, put on his professional voice and said, Just be patient, my boy. In a few more days, it'll all be over. So I accepted the verdict, and a few more days it'll all be over. Lay there waiting to die.
0: You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, How You Can Know the Will of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message.
1: I was preaching a certain place, preaching a convention for the Foursquare folks, Denver several years ago. I got off on some of these things, and, and a young lady, a young, young minister lady, came. She said, "Brother, I want to talk to you." So at the cafeteria time, we were eating, we we talked there with the district supervisor of the four Square Church, and so on. And she, she said, "I'm beginning to see something." She said, "You know, my husband was killed, just 29 years old, in an airplane accident." I said, "Yes, I, I knew about that, heard about it at least." She said, "See, we got out of Fee Bible College there in California. See, and then we went." To a town where they didn't have a full gospel church of any kind and built a new work had a good work going just, just 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 did a phenomenal job really good ministers both of them were were ministers and his roommate in college you see before they they married about the time they got out of college now they've got two little children little boy five little girl little girl three actually the boy's between four and five he's not five yet the girl's approximately three and uh, so this roommate of his in LIFE Bible College had been he was uh, he, he'd been in a, in a plane crash and he was killed and they wanted his roommate you see him to preach his funeral so in their little town in Nebraska somebody had a private plane and said we'll fly you over there and so they got up early in the morning well the children were asleep she said I didn't want to leave them home in bed so I just took him in their pajamas put them in the back seat of the car and we drove out to the little airport And you know, my husband, 29 years old now, kissed me goodbye, kissed the children, got on that plane, took off down the runway. She said, as that plane took off, that little five-year-old boy, approximately between four and five, rose up in the back seat, said, Mama, Mama, Daddy's not on that plane, is he? Yeah, honey, don't you know he was going to call this roommate, he wasn't no kin, but he said, he's going to preach Uncle so-and-so's funeral? Why, he said, don't he know that airplane's going to run into that mountain? Hadn't got the word out of his mouth until he hit the mountain because of the fog and he's killed. How'd that little kid know that? Because his spirit's alive under God. Are oh, you listening to me? I said his spirit was alive under God. That's why I knew it. Well, how come the preacher didn't know it, though? Wasn't his spirit alive to God? Hadn't it been born again? Yeah. But his head had been educated at the expense of his spirit. And he didn't know to listen to his spirit, and he didn't take time to listen to his spirit. Why is it that women, in days gone by, more so than today, so many women work in public? Today, it's not so much so. Why is it that women? You ever knows that they have more intuition than men do. Intuition is of your spirit. Because women lived a more secluded life, they didn't work so much with their minds, didn't work so much with their bodies, and they were more quiet. You see, you have to have times of quietness to get your mind and your body quiet because God is not your mind and your body's going to know things, it's your spirit. I don't just throw everything away I've said just because you don't agree but keep chewing on it for a while. I was alive without the law once but when the commandment came sin revived and I died. Now the first and foremost way that he leads is by that inward witness. Secondly by that inward voice which most usually is the voice of your own spirit speaking to you. I can remember in my own experience I was brought up in church as I said, don't remember the first time I went. Joined the church as nine years old but wasn't saved. On the bed of sickness I realized I've never been saved. I just belonged to the church. Tell the real truth about it, I died and went to hell. And I began to cry out as I went down the third time, God, I belong to the church. I've been baptized in water. But there's no answer. And as I came up the third time out of that pit and out of hell, my spirit began to pray. And I was born again, 20 minutes to 8 o'clock, in the south bedroom of 904, or 409 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas. April the 22nd, Saturday night, 20 minutes to 8 o'clock. Well, I thought I had to die. Doctor said I had to die. I'd never heard of divine healing preached. Didn't know anything about faith. So I was resigned to die. Every night I'd go to sleep with a smile on my face and praise myself to sleep. Said, Lord, they're liable to, because what the doctor said to me may just die any minute. My heart may stop just any moment. So if they find me in the bed morning dead, they'll see I got a smile on my face. They'll know I died happy. I'm so glad. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't go to hell. That's something to be glad of. Hallelujah. So, a little by little I read the Bible. The New Testament I got over to Mark 11 I read Mark 11 23 and 24 you know and then of course I'm bothered with this well healing's been done away with healing's been done away with it's not for us nowadays something said to my mind there's always a voice out here somewhere that said now that doesn't mean what things ever you desire when you pray believe you receive them you shall have them that doesn't mean what things ever you desire physically because healing's been done away with or materially or financially that just means what things serve you desire spiritually well I tried to get my pastor to come and he didn't and you've heard some of the testimony and finally one preacher did come and pat my hand and put on his professional voice and said just be patient my boy in a few more days it'll all be over <laughs> so I accepted the verdict in a few more days it'll all be over laid there waiting to die then I got back into the Bible after two months I didn't look at it, didn't read a scripture for two months didn't praise myself to sleep every night but then November of 1933 I got back into the Bible again, I got it back open to Mark 11:24 again, 23 and I said well Lord I'll tell you what I'm going to do, I've tried to get somebody to help me I'm just going to take you, at your word when you were here on earth you said it and I'm going to believe it and if you didn't lie about it I'm coming off of this bed if I don't get off of this bed, it'll be because you lied about it. Because I can believe what you said I can believe. Then I hit on this idea. Because I'd regained some use of my body. It'd take me a long time to turn pages. I couldn't turn them like that, but I couldn't put my hand there. Sort of scoot the page over. I'll run my reference. I don't have time to read through the New Testament. It's too difficult for me to read. I'll run my reference on faith and healing. And running my references on faith and healing. I came to James 5.14 that said is any sick among you let them call for the elders of the church and let them pray over them in the name of the Lord the prayer of faith save the sick the Lord shall raise them up if they have committed sin it shall be forgiven them well I, in my ignorance I thought that all the rest of the healing scriptures and prayer promises hinged on that when it comes to healing you see I thought you had to call for the elders of the church you don't have to you just can if you need to so I remember I began to cry. I said, Dear Lord, I, if I've got a call for the elders of the church, to anoint with all to be healed, and I can't be healed. Because I don't know any elders of the church that believe in that. And I don't know any preachers. I don't know any deacons. I don't know any Sunday school teachers. I don't know any Christians that are not with all or believe anything like that. And if I've got a call for them, I can't be healed. Now, I had the witness in here that I said, I knew a saved. I've got that inward witness, but I'd never, I'd never, I'd been saved six months, bed fast six months, I'd never heard an inward voice. No, I'm not talking about the voice of the Spirit of God that's more authoritative. That, that inward something, I suppose I would have if I'd have been out, you see, in the in, uh, up and about. Well, that inward voice, that still small voice, that voice of my spirit, my conscience, would have told me not to do certain things if my body wanted to do it. But I'm bedfast, so I had little or no experience here. But but there was a, a voice in here spoken on the inside of me. Just a still, small voice that said, uh, now how come my spirit? See, your spirit knows things your head don't know. Because your spirit's got the nature of God in it. It's got the life of God in it. got the Holy Spirit in it. And, and, and it was my spirit telling me, did you notice that that verse said, see, I got my mind on the elders and on the oil. Did you not notice that that voice said the prayer of faith shall save I mean that that scripture said the prayer of faith shall save the sick. I had to look at it again read it to be sure that's what it said. I looked at it again and said yeah yeah that's what that says. Yeah that's what it says. Just came as a real shock to me you know. I didn't notice that. Yeah it said the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And then on the inside of me these words were spoken. I heard them in here. You can pray that prayer as well as anybody can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well now my spiritual education was slow just like yours. I had no teacher. It's difficult to follow an unseen teacher. It's difficult if you haven't been taught. Afterwards I saw if I'd have followed what this unseen teacher, see he'll teach you, the Holy Spirit will teach you. He'll guide you. If I'd have followed him and followed this inward something I'd have been out of bed long before it was, but I didn't know to do it. I stayed there nine more months it was while i was praying saying i believe that i receive my healing i saw that's what i must do i believe i receive healing from the top of my head to the soles of my feet and i began to praise god because i believe i received my healing when again on the inside of me i heard these words no not that authoritative voice but just just a still small voice so faint that you wouldn't have heard it if your mind had been real active or your, or your body. said, now you believe you're well. I said, I sure do. That inward voice said, get up then. Well, people ought to be up at 10.30 in the morning. Well, usually that's true. Now, tell me how a paralyzed person's going to get up. Well, I pushed myself. It was a struggle. Finally got up to where I was draped over the bedpost. My knees sagged down just... Wasn't that far off of the floor. No feeling from my waist down. But draped over that bedpost. I said it again. I want, to, I want to announce in the presence of Almighty God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and the Holy Angels present in this room. And I want to call the devil to record and all evil spirits you may be present in this room. According to Mark eleven twenty four, 24, I believe I'll receive my healing. Now when I said that physically, I felt something. I felt like somebody was up above me pouring a pitcher of honey on me, the way I described it. Then I never have improved on it. Because, see, I could feel it striking me in the top of the head and it seemed like it'd pile up like honey, would you know, and then began to ooze down over me. And it had a real real warm glow to it. It spread down over my head and down my neck and over my shoulders and down my arms and out the end of my fingers and down my body and out the end of my toes. And I was standing straight and I've been straight ever since then. Blessed be the Lord. But you see, I listen to my spirit. Faith is of the spirit. Your faith's not going to work to it full until you learn some of these things. Learn to depend on Him that's in you. Learn to develop your own spirit. Have faith in your faith.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagin. Call now to get this month's special offer. Two CDs, How You Can Know the Will of God by Kenneth E. Hagen plus the single CD and mini book, Where Do We Go From Here by Ken Hagen. These three items together are just $19.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you're interested in coming to
1: Rhema Bible Training College, we are now taking applications for the spring intake, January enrollment. So go to rhema.org and you can fill out an application there.
0: Join us next week as we begin a new teaching series by Ken Hagen entitled Walking with God. That's next week right here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen.